Welcome back to the grinder, folks. We're back at it with James Chapman and Addison Corbin. <laughs> you gotta quit that cheesy ass shit. Never. I wonder what our numbers are doing now since we started doing that. Hey man, numbers are actually picking up, so you can. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you do your intro, man. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm. I'm looking for a uh, a review that says, "Hey, can you guys actually get a real intro?" Yeah. I'm. I'm looking for it. You don't want me to do my intro. It's over the top. Everybody in my office would, because you know, I got this big ass window. Everybody would start looking at me. Yeah. I, it's I, over the top. Luke, Luke, at some point, we're going to actually have to come up with a standard here. Yeah, maybe we, maybe one day you and I need to have a contest and then get feedback on, hey, let's have a friendly contest. You know, and whoever gets the most votes, gotta, you know, you, they get drinks on the other one. Yeah, well, you, you know, at the end of the day, I'm always down for a little friendly competition. Yeah. All right. So what we were talking about, because just so everyone knows, we always start off with conversations because Addison and I love each other very much. Yes, we do. And we don't get to see each other all the time. So pretty much our interactions are when we're doing the podcast. So any, every time we start off the podcast, you know, we're like sipping our coffees, talking about shit that's going on. But um, we're talking about being weird. Like, well, I'm kind of weird, whatever. And, and that's, that's what's crazy to me, Addison. Like, everybody's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, within reason. But, you know, it's like we create all these social norms, which we are social creatures. I mean, you can say whatever you want, but, like, we are social creatures. And, but we, we create all these things that we say are not weird. But, but the thing is, like, we're all weird in our own ways and like we pretend like we're not and then we we put on like whatever facade for being normal all right and i don't mean like rude like yeah you sit at home and fart on your couch congratulations i don't want to be sitting next to you in a restaurant and you rip a juicy one uh, that's yeah. not what i'm talking about i'm talking about like just the goofy weird whatever it is like i i i could I will encourage you to just be who you are because anytime you've ever been fake, it makes you feel like shit. Like it, it, it goes against your programming. Right. Let, can I, can I, I'm yes, gonna, please jump in. So when I, so I'm reading this book, it, it's, it's the body keeps the score and it, it breaks down a lot of different things. It breaks down, um, the actual pieces of the brain that do certain functions. And then it also breaks down, um, you know, trauma, it breaks down other things. So something I want to touch on last night, and it's funny that this is the conversation that we're having because I have a whole different business concept that I want to go into, but last night I'm reading the book and I'm thinking about the time when I was in like sixth grade and 
we were looking down at the wrestling mats and it was like a couple of other kids or friends at the time. And they said something about wrestling. And at, at the time I was a wrestler, like prior to sixth grade. And then, you know, you're trying to figure things out and they talked shit on wrestlers. And I also talked shit on wrestlers. And then I felt so bad. And so like, why did I do that? Right. That, that whole peer pressure learning that whole piece. Yeah. And dude, I, I, that it's weird that that popped into my head last night. I was like, Holy fuck. Like I didn't realize that affected me until I actually put a, a you know, actual thought on it. And I was like, man, I, I've, I felt like a, uh, like a piece of shit. You know, that's like when everybody is always saying, Hey, what would you go back and tell your younger self? Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I think that's the main thing. It's like, I think you've got to have that journey, right? Like you, you can't skip the hard time of trying to understand who you are. Like, I think that's important to development. Just like if somebody handed you $10 million uh, to start your business compared to you just bootstrapping it. There's things you've learned just bootstrapping and have to figure out that make you better now. So when you do get to $10 million, you're going to be a much better entrepreneur, right? So, I mean, I know that's the natural process and you've got to go through it, but I mean, I think that's the thing. It's like, man, you, you, you don't have to impress everybody. Yeah. Fuck it. Like, it's okay. Like there's plenty of people. I think that's the beauty of like, it's probably some of the good and the bad about the internet is that it showed you like you can be into, you know, fuck, I don't know, whatever with a hobby or whatever, there's a million other people that find it interesting as well. And you can easily find them and be part of a group. You know, I got into woodworking. It like calms my mind. It soothes my soul. It's challenging. It's like an old man thing. I joined a Facebook group. dude. It's like a lot of it's like really old dudes, but there's a lot of guys my age that are into it. There's a lot of uh, young women that are into it. Yeah. You know, and they're like making these amazing things that would just, I mean, they, they stop my ass on some of the stuff they make. They're much more passionate than me, but you know, like I find it fascinating Yeah, and it's easy to find people now that are into the same things you are. So just go look and maybe you won't feel like as what we would call weird or different. Let's dive into it because, um, I was listening to, a podcast that uh, I believe it was Joe Rogan, but he had on some psychotherapists, I think. Um, and they were going into like, you don't, so like successful people are known to be like narcissists. They're known to be driven in this certain piece, but no one ever says, Hey, this man has a mental problem, right? Because they're successful. And in certain cases, when you may have, you may classify as a disability or you may have this mental problem, but it's working for you. Is it actually a mental problem? Or is it just when you have a psycho break and you know, you start hearing things beyond and then you start expressing those things is when you have that mental break. And then that's when people need to treat you. Like what he was like, the, the psychotherapist was basically like, Hey, uh, we only see the people who have like mental breaks or that have these things um, go wrong. And then that, that's when you get treated. But if you're successful, fuck it. You know, you're good to go. 
Yeah. So at, at what point, at what point can you be too much of yourself to where you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm actually kind of fucked up in the head, but it's working. So let's just keep rolling down this road. Well, so, okay, let's, let's change that. Cause it makes me kind of think about, does it help or does it interfere? Well, I don't, maybe not necessarily help, but like, does it, does it interfere? Does it degrade your quality of life? I guess is my fault. Yeah. So I compare that to think about, let's, let's take drinking. For example, I love a good glass of wine, but I do not wake up in the morning and drink half a bottle and then bring vodka to work so I could stay drunk all day and nobody know to make it through the day. That would be considered a problem. If I decided to stay home and drink all day, instead of being productive with my life, that would be an issue, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess my thing is, if you have something, is it helping or hindering you by, you know, by a standard? Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, and a good point that they made was, Donald Trump, and, and I'm probably going to make some people mad. But, um, you know how people... It's not a political show. <laughs> exactly. The, and the, we the, all have our own views. Yeah. That's what makes this world beautiful. Why would everybody want to be the same on their fucking views? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Go so, ahead, please make a point. I'm interested. They, they made a point about Donald Trump, and like, you know how he, he probably is a little bit narcissistic. He's a little bit probably... Um, he's got these things that would probably classify as a mental disability in, in, or not mental disability, but, um, uh, what is, what is the word I'm looking for here? I don't know. Mental problems, right. In, in, in some aspects, because narcissism is a, is a mental problem, right? So let, let's say, let's say this is the case. It's working for him to a very high level. So what happens if, if someone were to come in and say, Hey, look, I'm, I'm going to be his therapist and I'm going to try and fix these things. What happens if he does get fixed? Would it make him an even better person or would it even, would it make him a lower grade person because he's done so well with these things? Do you get what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. I mean, uh, see, I don't, I don't see the way he is as a problem. No, no, no. It, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. It, yeah. that's, that's that point of understanding that he is such a high level human being that why, like, why would you want to change that? But yet it's, it's, if it goes too far, it's classified as a negative thing. Yeah, I I, th- I think we do. So, <clears throat> not to stick on him, but yeah, I mean, I think we, I think we underestimate. We get to live in a really cool world. Yeah. I mean, I was doing something. God, what day was it? Other day, weather was perfect, man. Weather's been perfect in Georgia. Holy shit, has it been nice, right? Mm, we're talking yeah. eighty-two degrees in October. That's not super nice. Dude, that's nice for us, okay? <laughs> that's nice for us. Like, let's be real, man. We've had these high 50-degree mornings and stuff. There's been some some days where I think it got into the high 40s in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right, so past couple of weeks, we've had some pretty weather. And it's like beautiful during the day, man. Radio up, windows open. It's like there's electricity in there. 
anyways, it always puts me in the best fucking mood. It's my favorite time, man. It just, I don't know. It does something to me. And, um, so windows down radio up, I'm driving out highway 11 over here, which is like open pasture land and stuff. And something was just making me think about the fact of like the world we live in and like, you know, there's, there's a lot of bullshit, right? Like just, you get taxed like a motherfucker and stuff. Like we talk about being a land of the free, but I mean, you, you pay tax coming in, you pay tax going out. Like there's all kinds of shit, but you know, you can find all the negatives you want, but it's just like, I can choose what I do. I mean, I was a guy that was 19 cutting grass, got into insurance and busted my ass and there's plenty of other people who bust their ass and it didn't work out, but I busted my ass and it's, it's going well. Um, and I've been able to create a company and then, you know, uh, finance acquisitions and just all this stuff and build a really cool thing. And it just made me feel so good. I was like, God, you know, there's places where this is just not an option. It's not an option. You, you don't get to do these things. And, uh, anyways, to that, like, the point I'm making is that like we, it makes you, um, it, it makes you blind to the world that's really out there. I mean, you realize when we got, when, when they heard, take the fact that it's Donald Trump out of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our president at the end of the day, he he's our president. Obama was our president. A- any of them were right there was people cheering in the streets in different parts of the world when they found out he had COVID. So fucked. So fucked. So fucked. Because, but think about this. Well, you go, well, it's Donald Trump. No, no, no. It's your president. Yep. It's your country. And they were cheering in the streets because they despise you. They despise you just for the fact of where you were born. Now think about that. Is there any body that you despise the fact of the fact that they're a human being that they even exist because of where they were born at that happens you you got to be hard okay and i'm not trying to sell you on him i'm just stating the fact the world is fucked i've been in third world countries i've been in war like you know there was a lot of good people that were just stuck in the wrong place at the wrong time there's a lot of folks who just don't give a fuck which which is which is insane um, like I'm, I'm very pro Donald Trump, um, just for the simple fact that I understand that he's a strong leader. I understand there's, there's a lot of pieces, um, that, that fall into being presidential. Um, and then also understanding that he's not a politician, right? And that, I think that's the most badass piece. Um, I'm very libertarian in, in my views, like small government, big freedom, like yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, um, I think there, there's a piece here that that Donald Trump and and COVID nineteen right that's that's if you wish evil upon other people you are evil period that's that's not something that many people are that there's not a cure for that And at the end of the day, like if, if that's something you're wishing upon another person is you're fucked up <laughs> beyond me, right? If, if, if I'm over here telling you fucked up, you're, you're, you're fucked up. 
Big time. Thank you recommended that book to me, Team Dog. Yeah. Great book, by the way. Just got a puppy trying to learn some stuff about training and just started on the book. And he's going in talking about there has to be an alpha. I mean, like genetically, dogs look for the alpha. They either are the alpha or they want to know where they fit into the social structure. And he started talking about body language. And I thought about that. I, and he was talking about like, and it'll, it'll stress a dog where if they get in a situation where they weren't the alpha and then there's not proper leadership. So, you know, they're puppies and they're all together and it's somewhere in the middle. Then it comes to your house and there's no leadership. It, it stresses them. Yeah. They think they fit in beneath you and you're not leading them. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was a really cool thought. And he said, think about where a situation where you've been. And I remember back, I've always thought I was a natural leader. And, you know, but that's not always been the case. I think about when I was doing a uh, leadership Henry and uh, there wasn't anybody really stepping up to take leadership. Everybody was kind of poking at it. It was about like four or five people kind of poking at leadership because we were all peers. And then, you know, I gave some suggestions. Somebody said, well, you lead. And I was like, ah, you know, I tried to play humble about, oh no, somebody, and somebody else stepped up. And then like, so anyways, it immediately clicked to that, that social pressure of that. Like, Hey, somebody's not leading us. Everybody was kind of feeling the pressure. There wasn't somebody stepping up and leading. And so the point is the world, everything, there has to be an alpha. Gotta be man. They're just, it's a fact of life. You're genetically built that way. Just like that dog is. And you can say whatever you want. Look, there's people cheering in the streets, but in all fairness, somebody probably invaded our country. We would see them as the enemy. Good or bad, we would see them as the enemy. And I would cheer my ass off in the streets if I thought they were struggling in any way. And that's the way it works. It's always us against them, them against us, right? Like you're either with us or you're against us and somebody's got to lead. It didn't, we don't want, we want world peace, right? But shit just doesn't work that way. Somebody figures it out. I'll be the first one on board, but it doesn't work that way. You know, so you got to have somebody who's going to be an alpha Somebody's got to lead it and they got to be a hard ass when, when, when hard ass is needed. What do you think? No, I'm, 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 I'm 100% with that. And in the sense of, um, there's, there's, there has to be, and when I showed you, when I, when, when I sent you that book, um, I listened to it twice. Uh, just for the simple fact of like, just, you know, how like your body retains information or your brain retains information and you have to, you have to listen to a couple books. You have to actually read the book a couple times before you actually gain the full knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was parts in it where I was like, holy shit, like this is, this is humans as well. And th- there's a reason why, why People need that, that hierarchy. Um, and it's, it, you know, we say alpha, but it, it's about someone who can step up and be direct in certain times. 
and then be able to say, you know, who's humble, who is, who is a direct leader, who can, who can put the people's interests first. And I'm not talking about presidents and I'm not talking about anything. I'm talking about just simple day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about yourself. Like you, you, your body knows when you're not being direct and you're not being humble. Like you, it all starts with one and then it becomes more. And when I say one, I'm, I pointed at myself. So it, it's, it's one of those things that you have to take into consideration that you have to lead your own self before you can lead anybody else. Because if you're not, if you're not being direct inside and you're not being humble and you're not being um, for yourself, you can't lead anybody else. And it takes, it takes so much to, when you build a team, it's, it's exhausting. And I never realized how exhausting that actually is, how, how much it is to be a leader or be in a leadership position and genuinely give a shit about your people. Dude, that shit is exhausting. There's times where I'm like during the day, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? I understand real estate. I understand what I'm supposed to be doing, but what am I actually supposed to be doing today? How, how am I making this team better? How, how am I going to come out and be, um, be something at the end of this? When the wave crashes back down and goes back into the ocean, what, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. Like, who, 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 who have I made better beyond myself? And I think that goes back to, I'm with you on that, you know, um, I love what I do. So I love working with the people I'm with. Sometimes I can cut up too much and then I'm, which there's nothing wrong with cutting up or just having fun, right? Like while you're getting it done. But then sometimes when it doesn't go well, I hesitate on how I reprimand, yep. you know, but one of the best leaders I ever had was master Sergeant Murphy, Doug Murphy, my brother, man. I mean, we're not from the same blood, but my brother, and uh, love that man, best leader I ever worked for. And he, um, dude, he was old school infantry dude, just hard as woodpecker lips. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I've talked about him on here before because he's an amazing dude. I mean, his picture's up there on the wall behind me. And um, anyways, man, loving guy. Like when we were, when we were, um, in Condus, we stayed in this shitty little ass tent. All right. And it got fucking cold up there. But when we were back at, at the Bob, we were staying in the shitty little ass tent, crowded as fuck. You know, he would do stuff that was right by us. Like he said, Hey, they got a spot for me to stay in the hard structure, my own room. I don't want to go. I want to stay here, but I'm going to let you guys decide. So I'm going to leave. Y'all put it to a vote and I'll do whatever. I won't have any hard feelings. You know, we kept him in there. He wanted to be in there with us. He wanted to be with his men. But at the same time, he had an expectation of us. You didn't deliver on his expectation. He'd fucking chew your ass in a heartbeat. And you need, he didn't, he didn't pull any punches. He respected the shit out of him for it. You loved him because of that. But also if there was something that was dangerous, even though he probably shouldn't have been, he'd be the first to get out there in front of it. He'd be the first man, even though he was a leader. And if he went down, we would fucking be scrambling for some leadership he would still fucking put himself first in the line of danger. 
You know what I mean? So like he knew how to balance that so well. And I could definitely learn to do that better. Like balance that shit where there's love and there's, uh, you know, care and growing and building your people. But then when times are right and they're off track, you, you don't, you don't pull punches. You don't go easy. You fucking tell them exactly how it is. Cause you've earned that, you know? Yeah. Leadership's tricky. It's, it's a bitch. Yeah. It's a bitch. Yeah. And then I've also been guilty of trying to be like the parent. Yeah. Like shit's going on in life. And I'm like, how can I fix this for them? Yep. And I think, oh, well, they're going to be distracted at work. How do I fix this for them? I mean, you know what you need to do? Love on them. I don't need to fix that shit. People didn't fix it for me. Yeah. I fucking fixed it myself. One thing I will say that I've always tried to do a really good job, I think it's worked well, and it's a good little tip. Shit's going wrong in somebody's life. I'll be there for them, but I remind them, hey, your life may be a whirlwind right now. This is going to be the place that's your foundation your expectations will not drop here. Yeah. I will help you. You need me. You let me know. I want to be there for you, but your expectation here will not change. And I want you to deliver on it. Yeah. And and it has to be like that, but with, with going into that, I mean, it's, it's so hard to just, stay on that track and, and not lower those expectations because they have shit going on. Um, yeah. It's but I do see it from my point of view, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, shit has to be complete. Yeah. Like, you know, shit goes on in my life. My thoughts always been, we'll dive into work, get distracted, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a little bit of corporate mentality in you. Oh yeah. Might be a little <laughs> Chapman. Oh. Um, what's the saying? What's the uh, saying? Never let the wishbone replace the backbone. How's that saying go? I couldn't tell you. God, it's a great saying. Never try to replace the backbone with a wishbone. Something like that. It makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Bro, it's, um, shit gets difficult. Um, but it's, there was, there was some other shit that I wanted to go into, but I, I'm, I'm happy that this, this went the way that it did. Um, I've been, uh, reading two books and one of those books is, you know, for myself, the other one is for business, but, um, have you read good, good to great? Um, I have it. I started it one time. I did not finish it. Yeah, it takes a little bit to get into it. Um, but there's some really good concepts in there. Um, but we'll yeah, no, it's a fantastic book. I uh, just have not had the full experience. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go into that next week. But, um, bro, I think we've tapped this thing dry. Yeah. Start thinking about your body language, how you lead, how you're the alpha. All right. If you are the alpha or what role, where you fall in yeah, and, and delivering on that, yeah, not just your fucking job title. One thing about the, the body language thing, it, reading that in the book, 
when when I come up to Dooney, I mean, I pull my shoulders back, right? Like, uh, and naturally, like, I feel like I do that on a regular basis, but then I'll catch myself, like, when I'm walking up to Dooney because he is an animal, I'm like, oh, Dooney, you know? And I, I've had to stop that because he was he was actually getting anxiety from being in the car because he, I guess he was like, I don't know, going back and forth, there's a little bit further into that, but he was getting like, um, uh, anxiety because he was not around me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was kind of starting to affect, like he would bark when I leave. He would get all like weird, start shaking. It, it was, it was getting beyond the point. And, it, and I looked into it. And it was because labs have this, this, this mentality of, um, if you get super excited when you see them, right when you see them, that means that, they, that something clicks in their head that they have to be around you, like constantly. And he, he's mm-hmm. always had that, but it's never been as negative as it is uh, starting to be. So that was another thing. Like I pull my shoulders back, I walk past him, I do what I have to do, and then I come back. But that's, it's, man, it's, it's, it's helping, but it's, it's definitely one of those things that, you know, it's such a natural instinct for other people to be so excited to see a dog that you as a leader kind of have to be there and and then come back and, and show your praise once once you kind of calm down. Nice. Dude, shit is Interesting. Weird. It's so weird. Like how how creatures and other humans interact with other humans and what we perceive as certain man just that that shit's weird sometimes well i mean and then i guess the maybe the thought we leave it with is that makes me think of how do i interact with people around me in my company and what do i what am i saying to them that i don't even realize i'm saying to them exactly you know what i got no fucking clue but i'm gonna figure it out Dude, I took my team on three field trips. I took my entire team on three field trips this week. Three fucking times. The entire team. One, we went to go view a house um, that's being built that we're having some problems with. Two, we went to fucking Truett's Luau that's 30 minutes away. And I don't remember what the third one was. But I thought about it and I was like, that did not need to happen. No work got done for three hours during the day, during the work week. That's cool on Friday or whatever, but I was like, man, I need to tighten my ship up. <laughs> like, what? I don't know. It goes back to the leadership aspect and leaving it with exactly what you said. Yeah. Be conscious of what you're doing. Be conscious of how you are being perceived. Be conscious of what you're saying and focus on it because that's some shit that you have to focus on daily. Yeah. 